Hey, welcome. You're listening to the Leader Like You podcast to inspire and help you get more of what you want more of the time with less hassle, less resistance, and more buy-in in all areas of your life. My name is Robert Kahn, coach, trainer, and consultant, also the creator of the Leader Like You method. I'm sitting down to bring you my thoughts and ideas and the lessons learned along the way and how to make a positive impact wherever you go. I was asked recently to work with a woman on breaking through the glass ceiling. And I was working with this woman at a large multinational company here in Switzerland. And we had held several sessions. We looked at my communications model and she started to understand some of the reasons why, according to her, she wasn't able at that point in time to break through the glass ceiling. She felt that there were some colleagues who had bypassed her in the hierarchy. And she demonstrated to me that she wanted to increase her ability to be articulate, show up like a leader, and convince people around her that she could be the trusted advisor in everything she did. And one day we were in a conference room at her company. We had a two-hour session from 9 a.m. till 11 a.m. And around 9.55, I observed outside the frosted window conference room into the hallway, what I saw appearing to look like gray figures, potentially even people. She was facing the wall and I was facing the window. So I asked the person I was working with, let's just call her Mary. I said, Mary, how long did you book this conference room for? And she said, well, I booked the conference room for two hours from nine till 11. And I said, well, it appears that there's people outside the conference room and that could only mean that maybe at 10 a.m. they think they have the room. At which time she looked at the, in the conference room, they have these new panels on the walls that tell when you booked the room. And she looked at me and she said, oh my goodness, I, I think I made a mistake when we came in that I actually meant to book the room from nine to 11. And indeed I've only booked the room from nine till 10. So we opened the door and here we were facing a steering committee group or a meeting and and obviously they thought they were going to get in the room at 10 a.m. And they had a conference call at 10 a.m. And so they said, we really need to get in. We really need to get to call the person that we need to talk to. So could you folks hurry up? And we did. We gathered our things, pulled our flip charts down, gathered up our pens and everything, my tripod, my camera, everything we were using and we're in the hallway. And they quickly ran in the room, started their conference call and closed the door. These things happen. At that point in time, at 10 a.m. midweek, we started to look for another conference room in the floor where the conference rooms were located and we couldn't find anything. We couldn't even find the smallest two-person space to have a call, nothing was available. Just an aside, I've never met an organization that had enough conference rooms. And this was, for me, almost a universal truth that if you build conference rooms, people will use them. One of the reasons I think people do that is because we have so many hot desks and open spaces that people are just hungry for office space, individual office space, which meant that there was no chance 
at that moment that we were going to find the conference room. Everything was busy. She said, well, maybe you should just cancel the other hour and we'll schedule something again. I said, I think I have a better idea. Why don't we go sit in the open space, watching people walk past. Let's have a hot drink, coffee or tea, and we're going to do a human experiment. Okay. She seemed intrigued. So we proceeded. We sat down. And then I said, now, here's the experiment. As people walk past, what I would like to do is I would like to let you know where I perceive these people are in the hierarchy in this organization. And let's see if I get it right. Let's see if I get it wrong. What we had in front of us was a set of elevators and some steps leading up to a main area. And then the hallway leading to and from the cafeteria area, the coffee area, and the meeting rooms area. We had a lot of traffic. So I picked out some people and I said, oh, he or she must be kind of junior and maybe in their first years here in the company looking kind of young. And she said, yeah, that's true, though. How'd you guess that? And I said, well, I can just tell. And then some other people walked past and I said, now that's interesting. They must be rather senior here in the organization. And she said, they are. How did you know? And I said, well, I can just tell. And then somebody else walked past and I said, now she, she must be very important here. <gasps> she said, how did you know? Oh my gosh, yes, she is. She's from head office. And I said, well, obviously I can tell. And she, she said, how do you get them all right? And I think we had five or eight people walk past and I guessed them all right. Here's how. A couple things I looked for. The speed they walked. The more apparently hierarchically higher level people walked slower. The people who were of a lower hierarchical level tend to walk faster. And not only did the people who were of a perceived higher hierarchical level walk slower, the other thing I noticed is that they tended to carry fewer things. And the real kicker, how I picked out these people, Mary looked at me, she said, you got all of them right. You got their perceived level here in the organization spot on. How did you do it? It can't just be that. I said, well, there is one other thing. And I would invite people to look at the picture that I'm gonna show is the people of a higher perceived hierarchical level carried their computers on their side, on their left arm or their right arm with their forearm fully extended, as if they were slowly walking with that important information. The people, and I say again, of a perceived lower hierarchical level tended to carry their computers files, papers, and folders with their computer on their left or right hip as if they were carrying a small baby. And the woman I was working with said, that's amazing, it can't be that easy. So I said, all right, let's just stay here another couple minutes and watch people go past. And as we watched people go past, she looked at me and she said, this is crazy. 
I just had a child a couple of years ago, and I love to hold my child up on my side of my body. She looked at me, she said, we could call this the mommy and daddy effect because that's what it is. She said, this is crazy. And lo and behold, on that day was born the mommy and daddy effect. And I pointed it out to successive groups. I said, now let's just look, who's that gentleman there? Oh, that's our CEO. Okay, well that's interesting, and who's she? Oh, she's our chief technology officer. Look how they're walking. And people began to notice that it's how you walk, how you talk, drive the perception, and I say it's a perception, because at the end of the day, you still have to deliver thoughts, results, money, projects, on time. You can't just be all about show. Though this drives perceived perception of trust and importance. And we notice that the powerful people walk slower, talk slower, move less, and say less. And with this, she went off and she practiced it for a couple weeks and came back and told me, it is crazy the difference I receive in the people around me in meetings where I felt belittled, put aside or not even considered. Now I'm able to voice my opinions and pause and listen and show up as the trusted advisor. So there you have it, folks. It's the mommy and daddy effect. There's nothing the matter with walking faster in a hurry. And my invitation is have conscious responses instead of unconscious reactions. Slow down and carry yourself differently. And when you do, I'd love to hear your comments, questions, and discoveries on the results you obtain. Thanks a lot for listening and go out and be leader-like, not only in the way you talk, also the way you walk and the way you carry your things. You've reached the end of another episode of the Leader Like You podcast. Connect with us at leaderlikeyou.com. And don't forget to sign up to our mailing list to receive the newsletter and our free materials. See you at the next episode.